Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Japan, the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from Japan. I'm your host, Julian Domansky, and joining me as always is my co host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey guys, welcome back. Hope you're well. And there are some positive updates regarding the COVID situation in Japan. So I'm not sure if you have seen the news, but the vaccines have finally arrived in Japan. Yeah, so they've been rolling out over the last week or so? Yeah, yeah, around that time. Mm. So according to the announcement from the government, the vaccination officially started on February 17th, targeting 40,000 medical workers first. Mm. That's the initial batch. But this is more of a trial, and the next step is to get 3.7 million healthcare workers vaccinated starting from mid-March. Then starting from sometime in April, elderly people. Yeah, so actually, as a, like a side note, one thing I found kind of interesting about this story, mm. and I didn't really realize before, was how many healthcare workers we have here in Japan. Mm. 3.7 million. Right. Which is around 3% of the population, perhaps. True. And I don't know, it just seems like such a large number. Is that, is that standard in most countries? I don't know. I'm, you know, this is my first time seeing such specific numbers. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. You know, 3% looks pretty significant. Mm. So once they've done with the kind of the first responders and the medical care workers, um, they'll be moving basically down through the population by age, right? Starting mm. with the most elderly people and yeah. then just working their way backwards. Mm. So I'd imagine me and you, Yasu, we're not super young, but we're not old either. So we might be quite far down the list. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So I heard after May, the government will start vaccination of you know non-senior citizens. Mm. But the truth is, uh, Japan hasn't secured enough vaccines for everyone in the mm. country yet. So for now, I guess only medical professionals and elderly people um, that are kind of like guaranteed to be mm. like vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, you know, I, I guess that's the, the course of the, the nature, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's just how it has to be. I've got no problem with being vaccinated later because mm. I'm at much less risk than someone who's literally healing people with the, the, uh, the yeah, virus. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Or elderly people who have weakened immune systems, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked about it maybe less than two months ago, one of our stories that um, Suga had announced that Japan had secured enough of the doses, but they haven't all been delivered yet, right? No, yeah. Nor, like, I mean, either or manufactured. In yeah, Japan. yeah. Mm. So just, yeah, to kind of clear up any confusion because like i think they've announced that yeah there will be enough eventually but it just takes so long to make that amount right yeah it's just impossible to get I, it I through thought the timeline was towards the end of this year yeah yeah whereas like september or sometime around that yeah 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 but yeah. my point was that there is no uh guarantee mm. for everyone at this point in time yeah of course yeah so i mean that highlights uh the, obviously the overall issue of lifting kind of blocks on the border and allowing you know foreign visitors again mm. and all that kind of stuff it doesn't matter like whether like the medical workers or elderly people or middle-aged people if they've all been vaccinated but if you haven't vaccinated everybody mm. then until that is done you can't start accepting visitors i guess mm. that might be their plan yeah, yeah but the government hasn't really said anything about it mm. at the moment yeah i mean realistically speaking in my opinion mm. I think only from you know, if everything goes smoothly, 
maybe from the early next year. Yeah. Maybe. I'd imagine for the rest of this year, it'll be mm. pretty much the same as we've had it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Unfortunately, too. yeah. Mm. Yeah, and in some slightly more negative news, and maybe kind of surprising news, actually, mm. uh, we're currently in the uh, the sixth day of a continuous mountain fire in the Tochigi Prefecture, which started in the city of Ashikaga, mm. um, which actually we visited not too long ago. True. Uh, to go to the, the Scramble Studio mm-hmm. place, right? Um, but um, I'm sure you remember Yasu, right? It's quite kind of a remote place, right? Mm-hmm. Up in the mountains. Um, and apparently this happened just due to the, the lack of moisture in the air, an, an unusual lack of moisture mm. at this time of year. Um, and then to kind of layer on top of that, uh, another fire started yesterday in Gunma, which mm. is not far away from Tojigi, but it's not close, you know? Mm. So it's completely unrelated. Mm. But from what I'm aware, it's due to the same kind of conditions, mm. just dry mountain forests. Mm. Something caused a spark and then obviously set off the fire, right? Right. Mm. I mean, I'm no weather expert, mm. but yeah, it's quite rare in Japan, I would say. And as you said, um, yeah, Tochigi and Guma are not like, I wouldn't say they're close. Mm. It would at least take an hour by car to travel. Exactly right, yeah. But at the same time, in terms of latitude, mm. uh, they're very close. Yeah, so you'd Almost expect the, same. the weather there to be kind mm. of similar, right? Probably. Mm. Um, but I mean, I've never really... I guess heard of stories of like mountain fires or forest fires in Japan. Uh, I don't know how how common it is, how uncommon it is. Mm. Uh, I don't know from your experience. Is it something that happens fairly frequently? Or yeah, m- maybe there are some like wildfires occasionally, mm. but it doesn't last for days. You know. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's uh, it's still going. Um, but the uh, the Japan Self Defense Force has been called in mm. with all like all the local fire mm. departments and. They've got helicopters flying over with buckets of water and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So um, there's mm-hmm. been around 180 people evacuated. What? Sorry, 180 households evacuated. I see. Mm. Um, and apparently only one person has suffered burns, but no one else has actually been injured besides that person. So um, in terms of damage, it's been fairly minimal, which is probably the, the best thing you can say about this story. Yeah, so uh, we'll update you guys for the latest development on this news. So what's the upcoming video for this week, Julian? So this week we went to visit uh, Station Work, Mm. which is a new kind of rentable office capsule located on a train platform. Mm. It's just hyper convenient. Uh, Yeah, just the the dream of any salaryman. (laughs) (laughs) To work on a train platform. Yeah, exactly. Right. But maybe can you give the the listeners some more context? It's not like a desk literally on the platform. Mm. But uh, I'll let you describe it, yes. <laughs> um, well, it's a it's a tough job. <laughs> but um, officially, they call it the shared office. Mm. But it's not like the 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 proper office, but more like a set of like cubicles. Yeah, like little booths. Right? Booths. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what's really unique about that is. You know, as you were saying, it's located like how how far away? Like train. Few, few meters or several like, meters like away. Five from meters the, from the train. Yeah, yeah five <laughs> meters from the train. So literally, after you get off the train, it takes like less than ten seconds for you to you know get to that office exactly, yeah. and start working. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, you walk out the train and the door is right in front of you mm. for this office. <laughs> so mm. very convenient. Yeah. Um, so it's just a kind of like a new spin. On something that's been around for a while, which mm. is like these little, they almost look like porta potties, like 
toilets, right? Those little boxes you stand in, you know. But like, they're mm. obviously got a desk instead of a toilet inside. <laughs> but I'm sure like you guys- <laughs> nice are, comparison. That's it. Yeah, that's what they look like, right? I'm sure you guys have been to Japan before. You've seen them around and thought they kind of looked a bit odd. Maybe in the last, what, like five or six years, they've mm. become popular. Mm. But in like train stations, you have these little pods. But now they're, they've just basically moved it even closer to the train. Mm. So there's no time wasted. Mm. You don't waste 20 seconds going up the stairs. Mm. You know? <laughs> Nobody's got 20 seconds to waste. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, as always, guys, that video should be live by the time you're listening to this episode of This Week in Japan. So go check that out at uh, youtube.com slash japanpro. So let's move on to our main news story of the week. On February 25th, in the weekly manga magazine Morning, the popular character Kosaku Shima was shown to have caught the coronavirus. Kosakushima, the main character of the series with the same name, is a long-running manga following the life of businessman Kosakushima and the inner workings of a Japanese company. According to the series author, Kenshi Hirokane, he was motivated to give Kosaku the virus after experiencing its symptoms up close when a real-life acquaintance of his became infected. After seeing the conditions his friend experienced, who is a successful company owner in his 50s, Kenshi was inspired to share his knowledge with his readers. In regards to the most recent chapter, he stated, I hope I can alert people to the idea that they can be infected at any time. While it's quite unusual for the main character of a manga to become entangled in real-life current events, the author stated Kosakushima is an informational manga that takes place during the same time as reality, so writing about the coronavirus came naturally. The series has previously covered issues about life under COVID-19 and how Kosaku's, da- and how Kosaku's daily life has changed. Yeah, so this is not a, a manga that I'd ever heard of. Um, before this story. Mm. Um, have you read this one, Asu? Yeah, I read most of the original series more than 10 years ago when I was in college, I believe. Mm. And because I wanted to get a you know sense of what it's like to work for a large Japanese company. Oh, interesting. So, so it was like a virtual experience. <laughs> like <Sorry>. research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was part of my research. Uh. And um, I don't think they've ever created an anime uh, version of this manga. Mm. But I think some non-Japanese people would um, also find it interesting. Sure. Because it gives you kind of insight as to, you know, what it's like. Especially salaryman back in the 80s and 90s. Mm. So things have changed, you know? Yeah, in my head, that that's like the glorious salaryman days. Exactly. The, the, the prime of the salaryman. I, I would say so, <laughs> yeah. So I think the story started before the bubble explodes. Mm. So, yeah, as you correctly said, um, it's like the golden age of salaryman. <laughs> so things are very different. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, they tend to be more... How'd you say? Spendful. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, they look like they're having a, having good lives. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> What's interesting about this series is that it, he started off his career as a regular employee. Mm-hmm. But the manga starts from uh, when he was working as a section chief. Okay. So in Japanese, kacho. Mm. But then what's interesting is that every time one chapter ends he, he gets promoted oh wow so after kacho he becomes bucho so bucho is like the division chief mm. so originally the manga started off as kacho shima kosaku mm. but from the next season or the next chapter mm. he becomes bucho shima kosaku mm. and after bucho he becomes uh torishimariyaku which is a director oh okay and then after that executive director 
senior executive director, president, chairman, and then now advisor. Oh, okay. And now, by now, he's, I think he's over 70 years old. Yeah, and the series has been so popular that it now has some spin-off series. So the setting dates back to when he was even a college student.、Mm, okay. So, Gakse Shimako. But yeah, my point is that's how popular、mm. the, the title has been. Oh, wow. For、yeah. close to 40 years by now. I've really never heard of it before. Yeah.、Mm. I mean, I don't read much manga, but I'm aware of most of like, the big titles, like the names at least, you know? But just, yeah, never. Never noticed this one before. <laughs>、mm, I would say it's more popular amongst male readers、mm. than, than female readers. So it's kind of interesting, obviously, the, the, the main point of the story really is that the character himself has、uh, caught coronavirus.、Mm. And、uh, the author saying that, you know, because the story basically runs parallel to the real world,、mm. in a sense, you know, you can include real world situations or events. Into the story, which I think is pretty cool, right?、Mm. Maybe a bit unusual for manga. Yeah, I would say this is the, the very first manga character、mm. that h a v e got infected by the COVID.、Mm. Mm. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's、uh, good or bad, but I wasn't really surprised to hear the news because I know the nature of this you know, manga.、Mm. And as you also mentioned in the news section,、mm. it kind of runs parallel to the You know, what's, what's happening in the real world. Yeah, yeah. I think the last time I read it, they already incorporated some、uh, latest development、uh, regarding Corona in the real world.、Mm. Yeah, but I guess the main character getting infected is a different level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. From a person who's never even read it, I find that kind of interesting.、Mm. But I'm wondering like, if COVID now will become another thing from reality that kind of starts getting incorporated into like, fictional stories.、Mm. So, what I mean by that is like, almost every film that comes out nowadays,、mm. whether it's Western or Japanese or whatever,、mm. the characters are always using Facebook or、mm. they're on Netflix. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, Those companies are so big that、mm. they've become like props inside of fictional worlds because it's just so relatable. So if you're、mm. watching a movie and you know, there's a dad and he's like, says to his daughter, like,、oh, get off Facebook, you're always yeah, taking selfies、yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And the audience immediately relates to that, right? They、mm. don't even need to give it like a fake name. Mm. True, <laughs> so、true. I'm wondering, like, you know, in 10 years,、mm. you might watch a movie and the character just has like coronavirus. Just like casually, like, oh, he's, he's off school, he's got coronavirus.、Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> because、yeah. it just becomes so common at that point.、Mm. Yeah. I hope that won't be the case, though. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, obviously.、Mm. But I'm actually guessing that for Japanese people, especially, we're so used to wearing masks right now.、Mm. So I don't think people would want to get rid of、uh, face masks anytime soon. Yeah, I can't you know imagine. I mean. Yeah. Because、uh, Japan is known for known as a very clean country,、mm. right? And many people pay a lot of attention to hygiene.、Mm. And I think by now, for you know, this situation continuing for over a year,、mm. we're more used to wearing face masks like wherever we go. Yeah, yeah. Especially when we get on a train、mm. or, you know, Going into somewhat crowded areas. Yeah, yeah. I think we kind of talked about this yesterday, didn't we, actually? But the way I kind of envision it,、um, you know, beyond maybe the end of this year, is that maybe a lot of just like civilian people 
going about their daily business might start to take the masks off when they're in less crowded places. Mm. But I think anyone working like in service industry, like mm. hotel, restaurants, right, clubs, right, right, they'll still be like, not even if it's not government like recommended, mm. just the societal pressure to uphold that level of you know hygiene will still be there. Yeah. That's a good point. And I also think that's very likely going、mm. to be the case. Yeah. So, this Shima Kosaku is supposed to be 72 years old by now.、Mm. So, some people rumor that this may bring the end to his life. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Because no one really expected that this series would continue up to this, this day.、Mm. And he's now the advisor, and there is no title. After the advisor.、Mm. So, you know, yeah, some people say this may be the, the end of the story. So, personally, I don't think、uh, Shima Kosaku is going to die、mm. from the COVID. I think he will prevail, but maybe he'll say, oh, you know, this is really scary. So, you know, people should be really cautious about it. Or, you know, he'll say something like that. Yeah. And then just move on to the next story. Yeah. Or maybe he'll use that as an excuse to retire. So he won't die, he'll recover.、Mm-hmm. But he'll be like, okay, that was, that was enough. My health's not good. I'm going to call it a day.、Uh, maybe that's a better way to end that manga, right? He just, he just retires and,、mm-hmm. you know.、Mm-hmm. That's interesting. He just accepts that he's super old now and just, <laughs> it's time to.、Mm. Yeah, I, I know what you mean.、Mm. Yeah, that makes sense too. So, in any case, we'll keep our eyes on the development of Shima Kosaku <laughs> and we'll let you guys know how it goes. Okay, so that wraps it up for all the news stories this episode. Now let's jump into our final segment of the show Word of the Week. So, this week, I want to introduce to you an interesting wasei eigo or Japanese English related to Japanese companies or business people.、Mm, okay. The word of the week is bear. Bear. <laughs> bear like a bear, like a kuma. <laughs> of course, as always, it's a, it's a trick question. <laughs> bear. It sounds like, like an Australian saying bear. Bear. <laughs>、mm, or maybe my, my pronunciation is bad. Yeah, I guess the intonation differs depending、mm. on like, who's reading it. Okay. But yeah, I think some people say bea. Bea.、Okay. What? Is it just like bea? Bea. Bea. Yeah. Like katakana. Two, two katakana characters. Bea. Okay. That's usually what gives it away more is like the actual characters. Bea.、Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that must be two separate words or is it one word?、Um, good guess. So yeah, as, it, as you guessed, is、um, it two? two? Two separate words. So, bear and ah. <laughs> so, so difficult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, this may be one of the toughest to guess. Yeah. Since, I mean, since, it's,、uh, in terms of categories of words, anything business related, I have no chance. My, my guess was going to be beta, beta access. I don't know why. I just felt like that would be a word that、mm. you could use. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah. But, yeah. What is beta access?、Uh, well, just、uh, access to software before it's. Becomes alpha、oh. <laughs> when you're like a test developer.、Ah, But that's I, more for like software beta. Yeah, I like that.、Mm, but、yeah. it's not the right answer, obviously. Yeah, I, I've never heard of it before, <laughs> but it sounds cool.、So. <laughs> it does sound cool for sure, yeah.、Um, but、right. I mean, BA in English is not beta access. I just for some reason that came into my head.、Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> brilliant、uh, acceleration. Just, mate, I'm just picking random words. 
Do you think <laughs> Japanese people ever use the word acceleration? You're asking me if I think or, or if I know what Japanese people are thinking <laughs> when they use English words. There's no logic. Yeah, man. Yeah, they could be like, oh, we've had brilliant acceleration this year. Look mm. at our profits. You've, you've never heard <laughs> from a single Japanese person using a word brilliant. I don't know. I give up. Just tell okay. me. Yeah. So, um, beaz be means uh, base. Base. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that's, okay, that's fair. Bear, base. That's not and, the same noise, but whatever. Uh, okay. It's up. Up. But, but in katakana, we say it up. Up. Uh, right? So, it's a shortened form of base up. Oh, when you said you, you mean the letter U. Yeah, I thought you meant you were talking the, the sound U. Sorry, uh, that confused me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. It's, it's super confusing to, <laughs> to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, and to be honest, like, I didn't know this word until I started working um, after I got out from college. Mm. Yeah, so for many Japanese salarymen mm. working for large corporations, especially I would say the ones working for big manufacturers, like car companies, like mm. Toyota, Honda, and mm. stuff, uh, the basis of their monthly salary is fixed. Sure. Okay, um, yeah. Other than, you know, overtime payment and bonuses. Mm. But your base payment. Your base salary, yeah. Base salary yeah, okay. stays the same every oh, month. That, that's what it's talking about, base mm, salary. Mm. Yeah. And unless you become part of the management mm. uh, for people that, you know, work for those big companies, they belong to the union, mm. labor union. Sure. Okay. And every year around this time, I think it was only last week uh, when the union and the management of Toyota mm. or uh, same as other big, you know, car companies had a negotiation mm. for whether to raise the you know, base salary mm. or not. Oh, okay. And every year they take into consideration um, the, you know, economic uh, situation, like mm. macroeconomic situation course, in Japan, yeah. how well the, you know, its its business is going and also the price index mm. and, you know, things like that. And they have a very severe uh, negotiations. But depending on the company, mm -hmm. You know, because car companies are also suffering from the, you know, effects from Corona, mm. right? So companies like Honda, Mazda, and Mitsubishi, the unions have decided not to request for Bea this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that, oh, you request Bea. <laughs> mm, but I heard that uh, the first time in the last eight years. Ah. So usually, you know, of course, if you're working as a labor. Or, you know, such large corporations, mm. you always want to raise, right? I mean, yeah, that's in any country, right? You, you know, want a, a, more, an, an, more is raise, better yeah. than less. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say this is one of the most less intuitive wasayego mm. that I've ever seen in my life as well. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's two characters and it's two words. Mm. So like one syllable per word. Just impossible to guess. It's impossible. It's never yeah. really got that. <laughs> so when I was a student, I, I've seen this word a few times on newspapers, mm. but I was thinking, you know, why are they talking about bears, right? <laughs> Kuma, you know. <laughs> it is a bear, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a salary bear with his suit on. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, we, we want more, more bears. More honey, you know? demand. You know? <laughs> more honey. <laughs> or I don't know, like we, we want, you know, 
more pretty bears, you know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, that's another word I'm probably never going to use, Yasu, but at least I know what it is now. Mm-hmm. So when I do see it, at mm. least I'll understand what's going on. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, that's all for this week in Japan. Whichever platform you're listening to us on, make sure that you're subscribed for a brand new episode every single week. Thanks for listening, everyone. We are releasing new videos on our YouTube channel at japanpro.com. So find us there. Okay, guys. So stay healthy, stay safe. And、uh, the next time you're in a review meeting with your boss, slam your fist on the desk and demand beer <laughs> and、uh, see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and be sure to check back next week for the very next episode of This Week in Japan. <laughs> <laughs>